Welcome to Dulce Devotions. We are a small family devoted to a big God. Join us as we share in doctrine, doxology, and devotionals before bedtime. JL and Noel, this is an evening when Daddy is at school. Yay! Yay! <laughs> he learns every. He knew. He learns at school every. Every time he goes to school, he learns everything new. He learns something new. Okay, so you're saying yay because it's a chance for Daddy to learn. Yeah, yeah something new every day. Okay, that's good. Okay, so while he's away, we're together, and we're almost done with this book. What is the name of this book? God and God, the Ten Commandments in Jesus. By? I'm Karen McKenzie. Thank God you. And by Fred Apps. Um, yes, it is illustrated by Fred Apps. Thank you. Did he make the pictures? He, he, he certainly did. He illustrated the book. That means he made the pictures. So, oh. we're almost done with this book. We have done all ten of the commandments, but the book is called The Ten Commandments and Jesus. So now we're getting to the part when we, yeah, when we talk about Jesus. So here we go. Jesus and the Ten Commandments. People like Ezra and Moses and Micaiah taught God's word to others and explained the commandments. But none of them could keep God's word without sinning. Jesus. No. We do not know what Micaiah did wrong. It doesn't say, but we know that every person, Noel, please sit now. Mm-hmm. We know that every person that is born, um, with the exception of one person, is born into Adam. And we are born without the ability not to sin. So the story of Micaiah is a very short story. Mm-hmm. And it, it tells us just one day, really, of his life. But there are, there were many days of Micaiah's life, and we can be sure that they that he was not without sin. Mommy. Jesus, the Son of God, is the only man who has never sinned. He also explained God God's commands to the people, and his life shows shows us how he obeyed God's commands perfectly. Jesus sums up the commandments. What is the most important command? Jesus says, it is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. This sums up the whole of the law. And Jesus kept the law perfectly. He wants us to keep the law by doing right and not sinning. But we should also love God and serve him. Jesus loved God, his father, and obeyed him perfectly, even though it meant death on a cross. He loved others too. He loved us so much. He took the punishment of our sins by dying on the cross. The Bible says that there is no greater love shown than when someone gives their life for a friend. That's in John 15. Jesus showed the greatest love by dying for sinners. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate Karen McKenzie's 
um, little uh, section here in this book because what she does is she takes Jesus's answer to the question, what is the most important commandment? Jesus says the most important commandment is what? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is? Love your neighbor as yourself. And she could have written many, many pages showing. What? Well, she could have written many pages that show how Jesus fulfills this, this perfectly. So, so the, what she's saying is that all the Ten Commandments that we have been looking at, right? Right. All the Ten Commandments that we have been looking at, we looked at uh, the first commandment, which is what? What is that? Mommy, Mommy. Okay, so we're getting distracted right now because I turned to another page. Let's try and focus. The first commandment is what? You shall not. You shall have no other gods before me, mm -hmm. right? You, you shall not make any image or likeness of anything heaven above the earth, heaven above, or the earth below, or in the water under or in under the water under the earth shall not bow to them or, or serve them. Mm -hmm. Commandment three. You shall not take the name of the Lord your your God um, in vain. Good. Commandment four. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And then command five. Honor your mother and fa father. Uh, honor your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God shall give you. Okay. Let Noel do commandment six. Noel, what does commandment six say? Can I see? Mm-hmm. You shall not. Oh, wait. You shall not. Kill. Good. You shall, shall not, not kill. kill. Commandment seven says, "You shall not commit adultery." Commandment eight, "You shall not steal." Commandment nine, "You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor." And commandment ten, "You, you shall, shall not, not covet mm -hmm, your neighbor's house, his wife, his servants, his animals, or anything that he has." What Karen McKenzie could have done is uh, written something that shows uh, specific places in the Gospels where Jesus is doing each of these. But what she does is that she sh she shows the summary of all of those things because if you love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, then you will not bow before another God because you love him. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, you're not going to take his name in vain, right? Um, Mommy. If you love him, then you will, you will uh, keep the Sabbath day, day holy. You will... Um, Look to him to be the one that sustains your work, that establishes the work of your hand. And so you are not anxious to forsake rest, but you're also anxious to do good works that bring him glory. And if you love your neighbor like yourself, you're not going to kill and murder your neighbor. You're not going to commit adultery. 
against your closest neighbor, your, your wife or your husband. You're not going to steal from others. Um, you're not going to covet what other people have. What, um, what she says is that Jesus, specifically Jesus, where, where do we see Jesus showing the most ultimate at the cross. At the cross. Why? Yes, Noel. Why are they like that? Why are they? Well, what's happening? We see a picture where Jesus what's happening. Is dying. Yes. And what are what's ha- what are these people doing? They're sad. They're sad and they're crying. Who do you think they are? They are women. Yeah, they're women. There were women who followed Jesus when he was on earth. In his ministry, and it says that they were there to witness the the um, the crucifixion of Jesus, and then he had at least one disciple there that we know of. He had John, right? Because he tells John, "What does Jesus say to John when he he's on the cross?" That his John mother... and Peter. Well, we know that John was there. That John, that he says that his mother Mary should be John's. Mom? Yeah. Take him like your mom, right? Take her like your mom, excuse me. And she would take him like his son. So we know at least John was there. So I think this picture is showing us the people who are grieving, right? Who are crying while the Lord was being crucified. Um, So what Karen McKenzie does is she says, Jesus on the cross shows us the summary of the perfect fulfillment of his love for God. He loved the father so much that he was willing to do what? Die. Die. In the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was crying. What is it? He didn't die in the garden of Gethsemane. He did not die. Thank you. Mommy didn't say he died in the garden of Gethsemane. I said in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was crying and praying and was it just a few tears he was crying? A lot. And yes. It was blood. Yes. Yes. It was a very sorrowful and, and time he was for him. Sweaty. Yes, it was a very sorrowful time for him. He was tasting the bitter cup of God's wrath and getting a sense of what was to come. And he says to his father, What? Don't let the be this this cup. Let this t- cup be taken away from me. Yeah. Why? Why didn't he? Why did he want the cup to be taken away? What was the cup? God's wrath, and he God's had to wrath. die. Yes, is God's wrath just a little something that makes you uncomfortable, or would Jesus be crushed by the full weight of God's anger against sin? God's just punishment against sin. He would be separated from his Father. Uh, because the ultimate punishment against sin is alienation from God. God turning away from you. You being separated from God, being left to yourself in your mommy, sin. Mommy, even, That's another word, alienation, separation. Mommy. That even, was a big word, mommy, wasn't it? Mommy, mm-hmm. Even though he was on the cross, he didn't make a sound. Okay. Thank you, baby. In the garden, while he was praying and crying, he said, JL, let this cup 
pass from me. Nevertheless, must nevertheless let this cup pass from me, but or yet even so, not my will, but your will be done. Right? He loved the Father. Uh, he loved the Father by showing perfect obedience even to the point of dying on the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, was he dying for himself? He was yeah. dying for all of us, everybody in the world. Even in England. Yeah. Even Did he die for everyone who's ever lived? Yes. Yes. Who did he take? He took the punishment for those who would do what? Believe in him. Those who would trust in him. Those who would trust in him. He died for those who would trust in him. Um, and he says that there's no greater love. No greater love can you show to a friend but to die for him. So Jesus sums up the commandments on the cross. We see his perfect, perfect love with all his heart, all his soul, all his mind, all his strength. He loved his father and then he loved his neighbors. He loved those who would trust in him. He loved his people by dying. He loved the Pharisees. Those who would trust in him. Yeah. So probably Pharisees like Nicodemus or anyone, anyone who turns, or anyone who repents of sin and turns to God and like trusts. that criminal who was Exactly, him. yes. Yes. So someone like Nicodemus who tried to keep the law all his life and thought that by doing what was right according to the law that he would be saved, Jesus dies for him because with with um, all his effort, right? You can look like you're keeping God's law perfectly, but it's a love, it's a, it's an, it's a heart, a perfect love devotion to God that Nic Nicodemus could not show. So Jesus Jesus dies for him, but he also dies for the, for the criminal, the person who was stealing, who was breaking God's commandments in a way that was very obvious to everyone else. Mommy. Jesus dies for him too. He keeps the law perfectly, for people who can't keep it, like Nicodemus and like the criminal. And like us. And then he takes on the punishment mm -hmm. as well for our sins. Yes, mm -hmm. Noel. Um, um the fairies are the Pharisees are also known as the religious leaders and 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 one of the criminals that died on the cross was um he he was he he knew that Jesus was the son of God, but the other one didn't believe. Exactly. Yeah. There were two people, right, in the yeah. same position, but one of them did not believe. The other did believe. My prayer for the two of you is that the Lord would help you to believe, that the Spirit of God would open your eyes so that you will see that Jesus dies for sinners and also lives righteously for sinners who trust in him and that you one day will be with him in paradise, okay? I want us to sing the song. Father, I adore you and I lay my life before you. How I love you. Jesus, I adore you, and I lay my life before you.
Spirit, I adore you, and I lay my life before you. How I love you. How I love you. Jesus definitely loved the Father. And he laid his life before him. Yes, JL. Are you raising your hand? Yes, JL. Why? Why did before he was crucified? Why did they put a purple robe on him? Yeah. They were mocking him or making fun of him. Remember when we we learned about the Phoenicians who made purple cloth was purple cloth something easy to make they made it out of stinky stinky smell snails snails it took a lot of snails to make a little bit of purple cloth so only very expensive people could afford it yeah, especially royal uh, yeah royalty and people who are kings who had a lot of money um and so they would wear purple to show that they had the wealth to buy something that expensive um, and so when they put the purple cloth on Jesus, it was like they were making fun of him. They were saying, you know, you think you're a king or some people say that you're a king, but you're not a king at all. We're going to kill you. They were mocking him. They were making fun of him. But he is a king. He is the, he is the king of, of kings. kings. But and, the, Lord but, of and the but, Bible says that one day we will see the fullness of his kingship, the fullness of his rule. All things are subjected or put under the feet of Jesus right now. And there's a day coming when no one will be able to deny that. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord and every knee will bow before him. And we will see him in the fullness, the consummation, the, the uh, true reality of his glory and of his kingship. And there will be no mocking him on that day. There will be no laughing or tricking or trying to, um, to, to, um, yeah, denying the truth of who he is. Um, it will be very, very obvious. Mommy, so, uh, yes, Noel. When, when they, when, when they, when they killed the the criminals, um, why, why, um, did the crim did they bury the criminals? Yeah, they probably threw them into, uh, there, there was, uh, what the Romans would do is that those who they crucified, they would just throw them, throw them into like a, a, a pile of bones. There was just, they didn't take care of the people. They didn't actually bury the people, but Jesus wasn't just thrown with other dead people into some, you know, random place. Where was Jesus placed? In a tomb. In a tomb. In a tomb. The tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. Uh, but it was a borrowed tomb, right? Because he would, would Jesus stay in that tomb very long? No. No. And on Sunday, we are going to celebrate the, his resurrection, the fact that he has risen. Um, for now, let us go to our ICR calendar. JL, can you read for us the prayer request for today? Bye, by law, Kyle 
is not allowed to take his children to church.、Mm. Pray for, pray for Chinese children. Pray for Chinese children. Okay, so he's not allowed to take his children to church. It would be very bad if by law, and he, here. Daddy was not allowed to take us to church. It would be indeed. What should we pray for these children? What should we ask God for? That that the that they could go to church again. Okay. What else? That they would be that they would be still taught on Sundays. Yeah. And that and that they would still be taught in their home, and that and that they would have faith that the church would be opened again. That they'll have. That they would have faith in in Jesus, yeah. Okay, let's pray. And let's pray for my eye. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Dear God, please thank you that to, that we got to go to to the Museum of Natural History, and please help. Me and please help us to to love you and to serve you and and thank you that there's a day coming when when there will be no mocking, no tricking. Please help us to join you in. In your presence, and please help Chinese children to go back to to church again. And just say Amen. Amen. Dear God, thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you that um, and thank you that on Sunday, um. We are going to celebrate the resurrection of you, and and that and that it's going to be fun. And thank you that there's gonna be fun things there. And 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 please help. What's his name? Kyle. Kyle. To have faith in you, and and please, um, help them to always be taught on Sunday about the Lord, and and please help somebody to teach them more about God, so that so that the children can understand what everything means. And 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 please help them to have courage and faith and strength. And please and and please help them to be encouraged. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your Son Jesus. We thank you. That、uh, Jesus not only sums up the law by helping us to understand that all the law is summed up in loving you with all our minds, our hearts, 
our soul, our strength. Uh, and the second, like it, loving our neighbors as ourselves. Uh, we thank you that Jesus teaches this to us, but we also thank you that he uh, He displays this. He does this. Um, he does this on behalf, really, for those who who will trust in him, that he fulfills this law perfectly. Um, we thank you, Lord, for how he loved you with his heart, with his mind, with his soul, with his strength, and how he loved his neighbors like himself, even uh, ultimately seen on the cross when he died in perfect obedience, even to the point of death, and then laid, laid down his life for, for his friends, those who, will, who would trust in him. Um, I'm grateful, Lord. We know that um, one does not become this friend of Jesus according to their own wisdom, and according to their own righteousness and according to their own um, understanding of things, but that it is your spirit who makes us alive. It is your spirit who uh, helps us to see our need for Jesus and to turn and to trust. It is your spirit who makes us friends of Jesus and ones that he has died for as, as a substitute on our behalf. Um, so I thank you for that. I thank you that you've been pleased to make me uh, one that Jesus has died for. And I'm praying, Father, that you would do the same for these two girls, that they would indeed be with him in paradise. May the Lord uh, bring my husband safe and sound uh, to us tonight as he travels home from school. We thank you that he goes there to learn and that we benefit from that. Uh, may the Lord help him to love God with his mind, even as he gives his mind and his heart to the study of your word. Uh, we do pray, Father, for believers in China, praying especially, Lord, for those who are not allowed to take their children to church with them. Uh, Father, make these parents faithful parents as they seek to obey the commandment that you've given them to train their children in the fear and in the admonition of the Lord. Of the, of the, uh, Lord. We're, we're praying, Father, that you would make them faithful in instructing their children in the things of God. If they're not allowed to go to church, Father, help them. Help them to demonstrate what it says in Deuteronomy, that as they're sitting at the kitchen table and as they're lying down, as they're walking along the way, that they would commend uh, uh, that they would diligently impress your word onto the hearts of their children. So, Father, give them, uh, encourage them, make them wise, make them faithful, make them bold, make them willing, Lord, uh, to obey you in this, and then encourage them as you give understanding to their children, and as even through the means of their parents' testimony, you bring many children to faith, even in China. So glorify your name, fulfill your, your purposes and show that you are the Lord and that there is a day coming when the trumpets will sound and the clouds will be rolled back and Jesus will come and make all things new. Even so, Lord, come. Amen. Amen.